The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Welcome. The podcast where we watch one show. Just one. And that's all the research we do. That's it. Nothing else. And we make fun of the show. And their retelling of the story. We don't know if the story is accurate. We don't know if how no. how the show has told the story could be wrong. We don't research anymore no. because we don't got time for there's, that. There's no corrections corner. Oh nothing. my no, we if are we not learned. Up, no, we just let it ride. Right, and if you're willing to just listen to that, that's then fine. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank we're you. St- we're still apparently bitter. About yeah. the one star Being review. Crude. But we got some great reviews. We did get some week. very good reviews. Thank and you. I have to put them all up. Yes. Instead that, of the one that awesome. said we were um worse than Hitler. <laughs> no. No one is. Did you wow. see that at some Michigan game they were putting trivia yes. up and they put Hitler a trivia question about Hitler up there? Yeah, we don't we don't need Especially to do that. During all of, all the of this conflict. other stuff. No. What were they thinking? Well, they're dumb. And what current, were they thinking? Current human beings are not the creme de la creme. Um, you know, there's some are and some aren't. And the ones that aren't are the ones that rise to the top. <laughs> we know a lot of people that fail up. We, we do. fail down. We do. <laughs> but everybody else seems to fail up. Just people, like Cassie people said with last dicks week. fail up. Yeah, they sure do. Didn't she say last? We're, what were we talking about? We're like, nothing bad ever happens in this town. And she's like, yeah, we could never be where nothing bad ever happens <laughs> or whatever it was. I was like, yeah, exactly. No. It's exactly right. It is right. She if was it's right. Bad and it's going to happen, we're going to be there. Probably. You bet your ass on that. Probably, but well, I'm glad geez. you're back. I missed I, you. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to be back. Not that in you my were basement away because you were. On I the was bed. here, yeah. But I just I didn't have anything in me Mm-mm. really to you give. Didn't have one fuck to give. I didn't. I just was. I would have been more poor quality than usual. I mean, when I tried to listen to that episode, it was something. It was something. <laughs> it exists. Uh, it's out there. And it happened. Yeah. Um, but we are trying to record visually our episode as well. Oh, yeah. Hi. With a new camera. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that works. And I'm sorry, my husband is gone again. You know what? He doesn't seem to like to uh, be around when I'm around. Isn't that weird? I seem to be experiencing the same thing at my house. Yeah. When I'm here, he tends to get in his car and it backs up and goes. <laughs> and then he just 
like burns uh-huh. rubber down the street. Uh-huh. So that means I have Tripper again because he cannot. A puppy with his balls cannot be trusted outside of my sight. Please take those balls off. I try, and Jamie throws a huge fit. Okay, well, it's not Jamie's fucking I know. dog. I know. Can I do it myself with like rubber bands or something? That would not be a good idea, mm. but I frown upon that. But yeah. I do think you should go to the veterinary. Yeah. yeah, he's just a wild one. So he's chewing loudly on a bone. So if you hear a, a sound of chewing and teeth or cracking scraping, together, scraping, popping, which you will hear, just we said to pretend it is a fire popping. A cozy winter fire popping in the background. Just nuts are roasting. Yeah. And it's just an a puppy with fire. balls chewing on some mm-hmm. shitty thing. Um, so we're sorry. Hey, it is beautiful fall. It's one week away from our favorite holiday. It's almost your birthday. It is. Coming up on fr- Sunday. What day? I the, 29th. the 28th. Oh, the 28th is the our Halloween, Halloween. thing. Pub crawl. The yeah. 29th is yeah. your birthday. God damn it. Ugh, sorry. Um, We have a lot of big yeah. things coming up. Then I we know. have Tiffany's birthday and then we have Tiffany's wedding. Tiffany likes to have her birthday on my birthday too. She so we'll always... just call my birthday her birthday and her wedding are coming up. So two big TT of the Peahive events. I, I'm still going to celebrate Two days you on of her Sunday. birthday. My birthday and hers, which now are her birthdays, and her <laughs> glorious wedding, which everyone is trying on dresses, and I don't have any kind of a dress. Where the dress you wore to Rachel's I, I, wedding? I returned it. You did not. Yeah. And it had sweat stains. Oh, Sarah. And you spilled on it. I spilled on it so much. I returned it. Okay, well, please order another one then. I'm not Kate Middleton. Middleton I don't wear my dresses twice. Oh, I don't recycle my dresses. I have to wear a new gown for every Occasion. every event, every gala, a new gown. Well, you better start ordering. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Write yourself a note. Yes, you cannot wear clothes from a corpse. Well, to the I mean, queen sometimes of the, the corpse wedding might pass on a gala event and have a really good dress. What do you do with them then? You got to take them. Yes, but that's one in a million. <laughs> well, I'll just hang around some sort of museum event. It'll look like something that Dorothy Spornak wore to the dance I wish. <laughs> I want to wear that in a heartbeat. Heart. A heartbeat. Maybe I better go to Barb and buy Barb. a dress from Barb. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we don't have any Patreons, but oh, we are going no. to record a special. awesome a- effort Mm. last week didn't get us any patreons no they said fuck you um we are going to start trying to record after the show Mm -hmm. um a pop culture this week in pop culture with sarah and megan our uh, current culture with cunts (laughs) it's called (laughs) and we'll send it to our patreon so they can get a little extra something that's so we're going to try our first one current culture with cunts coming up so we'll put that on our Patreon. Um, so current, not cu- like news, current events. It's just pop happened. culture. Yeah. We don't want to try to do political news because, again, that's depressing. Mm. The world will burn to the ground in 10 years. We're just going to have fun with pop culture. Until it does. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you have a glitter in the, your shitter? You know damn right I do. 
Uh, first of all, I went on a vacation this weekend with my kids and my my two little kids and my friends and all their kids and we had the most amazing time northern minnesota is so gorgeous right now did you Mm -hmm. when you went to duluth like was it gorgeous no i went to well i went to jake cook state park that seemed lovely when i was driving in and it had houses that were like out of a catalog yeah like lovely beautiful lovely river but it rained i slept in jamie's truck camper so it's a camper in the truck bed yeah it's not it's a camper in the truck bed (laughs) there is no facilities so i had to use facilities i had to walk like i mean i I felt like half mile but i walked to use a toilet because when you also have your period you don't just want to pee under your pants out in the woods why and it rained it rained not just nonstop. So it finally stopped raining. And this was the day of my dad's funeral at Fort Snelling, too, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. So it's just like, oh. And then finally it stopped raining at like 9 p.m. And we made a fire and I cooked my hot dogs on a stick. They were actually <laughs> good. I thought, yeah, that is good. I, thought, I don't know if camping is my thing. Mm-mm. But the bed in there actually wasn't so bad. I did. I was freezing because it was no heat. So I was freezing. He was warm in a very warm sleeping bag, and I had shitty blankets that were on our chair that oh I brought. <laughs> it was ice cold and probably got hypothermia. Oh. So I don't know. I don't camp very well. No, I don't even try. Uh, but so we were standing in this like luxurious VRBO um, that had a tennis court, a hot tub, oh, a lake. That's different than what two I did. Fire pits. Uh, Two bunk bed cabins, another cabin like that had three bedrooms and then ours had a hundred bedrooms. A movie theater in the basement. I'm not kidding you. I shit you not. An exercise room. It was gorgeous. That sounds gorgeous. And the trees were so awesome. So I'm just going to say shout out to Niswa. You're doing something right. It's very pretty. The cutest shops. It's like the cutest little town. I felt like I should like accidentally bump into somebody who's like maybe a carpenter trying to fix something and we get in a fight right away. But then I run into and then you pork. Yeah. Oh, like and a then Hallmark it's movie? like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. That's what I, I feel felt like, like that should be true. Um, too. But besides that, I wore um, an item of clothing that I've worn a couple times. And every time I wear them, people keep asking me. Where did you get those? Those are so cute. Oh, my God. You look so cute. I'm going to tell you what they are. They're mm-hmm. denim overalls. Yeah. Uh, just like farmer overalls. And they're from fucking Target. Oh. They're so cute. There's n- They're not tight on they're my waist. They're very cute. They were $40, everyone. $40 no, they're for the a cutest dream. outfit yeah maker ever run to target and get them no they're very cute i should get a kickback from target you should. for all the people i told in niswa mm-hmm. where no they're yeah they're very 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 cute i feel like you could put anything under them and it would look cute like any so kind cute. of a top a short sleeve or long yeah. sleeve or tank or top just no shirt or no shirt just and tits just out let your boobs hang yeah. out the sides like or a- yeah that's I what mean, I just, usually do. Your tits are just flying. 
no. What about you? What's your glitter? Um, I have two. Because first, I have to mention that um, as I showed pictures, sometimes you dream a dream, and you know it never is going to come true. I'm never going to be um, a guitarist in a band, mm-hmm. and mainly because I don't want to do that. But I'm never going to win an Oscar. You know, no. and a lot of people have that dream, and you have to tell them that's not going to happen. Um, I'm never going to be win the Nobel Peace Prize. Never. No. Um, I'm not even going to win uh, deodorant of the year, deodorant <laughs> teacher of the year. I failed did at you, that multiple did times. Did you get nominated this year? Never. I mean, I do, but I. I but I, did you get nominated? Of course this year? not. No. No, we haven't even done that yet. But oh. no, I lose. I lose. I would. Lo- I lose to Oscar the Grouch. I lose to Corpse. I lose to Hitler. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. But one of my dreams was to meet Jason Momoa. And I thought I would never, ever, ever get to do it unless I flew to one of those fan expos and paid $1,000. But he doesn't even do that anymore because he's too big of a name now. He's not going to go to Wichita Fan Expo. So I can't take my picture with him. But... As everyone sent, you know, he's doing his little vodka tour with his Meili vodka. Right, right. Um, and I have not tasted it. You but bought it, right? I bought it. We should, we should have done we a shot. We should have tasted it. I can put it with my little fizzy water I like. Or a shot of it. That's true. Um, but I wouldn't know cheap vodka from good vodka. I don't know the taste of booze. I just guzzle it down yeah. the old gullet yeah. feed bag Try to and just, just pour it down there. Miss the taste yeah. buds altogether. Um, and so he was going to be in Iowa and we even thought of going down there. And then he was in Wisconsin and then he was in like Michigan or something. But he came to Minnesota and he went to Total Wine in Minnetonka and he was going to go to Costco and I don't know. Some other town. Yeah. Brooklyn Park. Somewhere. Um, so after I got my license renewed, which was a shit show at the DMV, I went. I just thought, what the hell? I have you nothing didn't else even to do. tell us. No. This, by the way, I these wasn't gonna pictures go. were a surprise. Um, I wasn't going to go because I just thought it's going to be a million people. And it's just why bother then? I'm just... He, I won't get to see him and then I'll have I've done all that effort and it's just why bother to be disappointed again and just kick my own self in the crotch as everything that happens I just get kicked in the crotch with an iron boot and the boot is on fire and it's right <laughs> into a sharp tip iron boot in the crotch yeah you were just more afraid of never of just getting almost there and, and then not just yes him. yeah so then I just went because the DMV actually went smooth as silk, and that never. So you happens. felt like that was a good. I omen. felt like that was a good omen. I drove to Minnetonka. I got there, and the line was as long as Mississippi. But I thought, fuck it. I parked, and there was still parking. Were you by yourself? I was just by myself, and I brought no supplies, nothing, not even my earbuds to listen to anything. And I had the the line went from the total wine, the start of a mall, and then it was like. 300 people and it curved around by the dumpster shitters and that's where my line that's where it ended and so i lined up there at the dumpster shitters and just sat for three hours but in in those three hours probably 500 people were in line after me 
Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, it just curved around, curved around, curved around. And so then it was like 1030, three dark, like executive type cars. They had something executive came and drove by the dumpster people. <gasps> and so we waved and waved and they slowed down and like that was obviously him. So yeah. all the dumpster people were screaming and none of the front people could see him. Oh, fuck you. So we thought, people. okay, he's here. And then we were still waiting and the one gal who was from Savage in front of me, which oh. is weird. Um, and her deodorant goes to our uh, Twin Oaks deodorant. Mm. Um, she said, do we still wait? We've waited. We're just standing here and it's, time is going so slow. Is this worth it? We're like forever back. We're never going to get in. Did she like take a gummy and time had just stopped? Well, time stopped. It was like we had 40 gummies. Time Because she would be like, has it been even five minutes? I'm like, no, it's been two minutes. It was the slowest time. And we'd sit on the curb, stand up, sit on the curb, stand. And time was so slow. Then at 11, he was there. People started going in. The line moves. Okay. But then at 1130, the line stopped. And we were like maybe 100, I mean, 100 people away from the door. And just thought, oh, no. he's, he's done. Or everyone who's going to get in got in. We're fucked. You know, and I thought, there it is. The iron boot right in my crotch. I'm Ow. so close. And I don't even get to see him. Right. And so then we were like, what do we do? And then everyone's just kind of waiting. And I said, we're well, supposed to be here till 1230. And it's only 1130. So let yeah. me. But then all of a sudden, people at the front were screaming and screaming and screaming. And we're like, what? No. And like, is he leaving? But then we noticed he was walking he he knew that all the people still there was probably like 600 people even more waiting to get in he knew all those people wouldn't be able to get in so he just like the melee vodka people came Mm -hmm. and said okay face the street he'll walk behind you have your phone up on video and he'll just walk behind you and then you can pull a selfie from the video okay so everyone was like okay you know and we just waited and waited and everyone uh-huh. was getting excited. And he came like two people away and there was like an old grandma like in front of us. And she, she was like, <laughs> she couldn't figure out her phone. And so we said, grandma. And he grabbed her phone uh-huh. and set it to like video and like put it back in her hand and did it. And then <laughs> when it came to me, I thought, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I refuse. I'm not going to just look at him through my phone and face backwards and not right. turn around. Because everyone in front of me just faced forward and never turned around. No. Like, Jason Momoa is behind yes. you and you're looking at him through your phone. Yeah. You're not even turning around. No. And so I I turned around and I just was facing him and and just stared at him like, like somebody who had very serious problems mentally <laughs> and i just stared into his face and then he just stared back and then did you go Hi. i just was like hey. and then he said do you want do you want it, a photo and i just went hey, hey. <laughs> and so then he grabbed literally grabbed my head and my neck with his hand and no. turned my hand around he Sarah! said you have to look forward for us to have a picture together and then i just went and I kept turning back to look at him because I, I said, I don't, I said, I don't want to look at you through my phone. He I don't want to look at you. Through- yes. He had his whole hand then right on my neck. <gasps> so then he so- turned it, it around. Giant? Well, people like I heard people saying, yeah, his whole hand was oh. like my head and he was huge. He was like six, five and like, looked like he was like two twenty. like Stop not a wimp. It. And so then I was like, <laughs> and then he started laughing because I was being such a moron and I kept fighting his hand to turn around and look at him. <laughs> So then I turned around a little bit and then quick turned around again. And then he just laughed and then he like did his whatever. Yeah, and then I his... said, congratulations oh, uh-huh. on your vodka. And he went, thank you. 
And I went, I, he looked at me in the eye and he said words. And I, I didn't look, I mean, I had no good picture of us because I, it's only half my face because but I never turned to look at, I just, you looked at him. I just was like, I can't, I look at you through the screen. That's how I've seen you. Right. I, you're right one, you're five inches from me and I only right. have you for two seconds. I just want to stare at your right. face and your bulge <laughs> and hear your voice. I don't care about anything else. I don't care if we're in a picture. No. You're right here. Yeah. And then I just was like, <sighs> and so, I mean, I got like five seconds with them instead of like one because he kept forcibly turning my head around. Good I was dying. Like I was in shock. And then people kept saying, he touched her. He touched her. <laughs> he touched her. He touched her. He touched her. All down the line. He touched her. And that I said, he you. did. He touched me. And then he said, you're not going to sue or anything because you were quite willing for the touch. And I was like, well, well of course I was. Say, what do you mean, sue? I would have put his hand on my bra. <laughs> Who do you think I am, sir? I'm like, I'm not going to press charges because I'm like, no. Are you kidding? It was like a dream come true. But mm-hmm. one guy was like, I mean, he did like just turn my whole head around. It was the dream of a lifetime. But then, of course, I went in and bought his vodka. Everybody was like in shock, I think, still in line because they were like, huh? Wah. Just what go. Just they happened? were like, line up here, go here, grab it here. And then, and then I bought it and bought two other wines. How. Did you buy this there? No, that oh, that was that's old. Nine years old. No, well, I mean from last uh, week. It was wonderful. How much is the vodka? It's only like twenty dollars. Twenty? Yeah. Um, what's special about it? Is it made from potatoes? Well, it has from Hawaii or something? probably. Um, it is a recycled glass bottle. Uh huh. Um. And I guess it won several awards, gold or something. He loves recycling. Yeah, he's very conscious of the environment shit show. But that was, I couldn't, it's like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe Jason Momoa was literally alive in front of me. Like, it was a real, really him. Like, in front of me. It was so, like, where your brain can't believe what you're seeing. So now I just have to meet the Trailer Park Boys and martin short and and then i can die well we did see martin short though i did see martin short i didn't get to like talk to him or have him grab my head no but that's true now i just have to meet trailer park boys i did breathe the same air as martin short yeah that's true i am going to uh go to see martin and chris kratt soon so that's about as good as it gets for my family you know um, them? Yeah. No. The Krat yes. Brothers? I know them. From Wild Krat? That dumbass Zuma, Zuma Mafum yeah. that when Rachel was little that yeah. drove me up the wall. Um, that's Rory still watches that. No. Well, he just watched two episodes before I got here. Um, but the other glitter in the shitters you have to watch, especially if you love Edgar Allan Poe. I've. I haven't. Did you watch the house? The fall of the, the house fall. of Usher. I loved yeah. every single minute of it. I've read. I have like a whole Edgar Allan Poe like thick, huge book, and I've read the whole. I just because it's creepy and weird. Yeah. Every single second of that show was fabulous. I loved every minute of it, and it's gross and it's creepy and it is all Edgar Allan Poe. It's amazing. Do you I think love. I it. would like it or no? I think so. Because I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Okay. I loved everything about it. Someone else that I was loved talking it. to just watched it too and loved it. Like I couldn't it was- stop. I had to just watch and watch and watch and watch. And it was creepy and gross and it just everything I loved. Okay. Um, but those are my two. I kind of talked a long, long time, but it was Jason Momoa. I couldn't help yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it. 
Oh, man, it was good. And he didn't smell rotten. I've heard Brad Pitt has a bit of a, a very ripe ball stench. <laughs> um, and then you see, I've seen like Tom Cruise. And I love Tom Cruise. I do. I don't even get annoyed with his craziness. I love him. I fall for him in every movie. But he is, um, he fits right in your pocket. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Right in there. Just a little bit of a tiny guy. And so you want to know, like, like if I fell down, I know he could at least help me up. Yeah. While Timothy Chalamet couldn't help me up. No. Because he weighs 82 pounds. You would pull him right down. Oh, I would shatter him with my bulk. Yeah. His arm would go to help me, and then it would pop right yeah. off. Right. I mean, right off. But he's cute as a button. <laughs> Timothy. He sure is. But I could carry him. I mean, do a marathon with him on my back, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't weighs, be hard. No. He just is a back. Fit less him in the backpack. A, less than a backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I don't have anything else, really. So I think no. we'll just start let's, our Halloween murder. Let's get into it. That, again, is very horrible. And it... No, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We'll hear Tripper likes to just randomly scream bark at nothing so i apologize no one cares everyone who has dogs i know he will be in a sound sleep and wake up and scream bark and then just go to sleep and otto has screaming night terrors so i just oh, good I don't know. fun times at your house it's always great um we're gonna go travel to 2011 before times when things maybe were shitty but not as shitty as they've been the mm-hmm. past three years mm-hmm um where you just think you know life maybe has a chance (laughs) before you know what maybe things are gonna work out great i mean they didn't of course for this family no but um i got married in 2011 oh when did i get married 2013 yeah oh you did Uh, did i get married before you yeah oh yeah i was pregnant at right yeah Uh, hmm gross jesus um so we're gonna go to california and manteca mm-hmm. i don't know if i've heard of manteca but there's I probably many had. places that i haven't heard of so manteca is by the san fran area i believe but like a long ways away from it yeah like an like, hour east but still a suburb yeah because it's massively huge i felt like san diego wasn't that big but it has to be but and it's i just so- seem smaller I just and it's so expensive. So, so I don't expensive. know how yeah. people do it, which is why they ended up in Manteca anyway. But I wouldn't be able to afford Manteca. No, no, I can't. I can't even afford Savage. No, let's be real. Um, so we watched a Snapped, and you can't. I feel like you can't go wrong with Snapped. It has like thirty seasons. It's yeah. been on forever. Mm-hmm. Snapped is doing men now as well. So male cases because it used to always be women, women. who snapped. Yeah. Um, mainly because their husbands are dicks. Yeah. Was the beginning ones. Yeah. Um, but Snapped is also a podcast and I listen to it all the time as well, but the sound is really low. So like you get to the commercials and your ears bleed. Oh, I yeah. That. Um, but it's great. Good thing we it's, don't have commercials. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no one has no to. one will tell the difference. No. No one has to no. know that discomfort. No. People don't want to advertise with gutter trash. Um, so again, this snapped is season twenty one, episode ten about Dawson McGee. Was it McGee? 
It was just they just called it McGee. Yeah, McGee, but it's spelled McGee He, but it's McGee. Okay. M C G E H E H E E. Um, not related to Tits McGee. No. Unfortunately. So this Manteca family, uh, it's Halloween night. And so the Manteca home is owned by mom who's 55 and her name is Kathleen because there's a Caitlin and I was kind of getting them confused. So mom is Kathy. And they also called the mom in other things that I read, they called her Katie. And I was like, so they had a Katie and a Caitlin. That's yeah. But so we'll call her Kathleen. Kathleen. Yeah. Kathleen and Tom was a T H O M. Yeah. I know I'm, I've, I am torn about the T H O M. The T H O M from Queer Eye. Oh, he was Tom. Yeah. I don't mind whatever. that. Yeah, but I have. I just don't know about a T H O M. But he was it's fine. Kind of like a yeah. G E O F F Jeff. Right. You know. But now that Jeffrey the cat is Jeff, yeah. I don't mind it so much. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we have Kathleen and Tom. They're living in Manteca, and they have four pretty much grown children three sons and their youngest is a daughter named caitlin so caitlin is staying with kathleen and tom because she's getting married very soon and she's just staying with her parents to get her wedding last minute wedding details together and then get married and you know move on um we do learn that like a middle son, Dawson, has been staying with them. But then the other two sons are kind of in the area yeah. close. But what not was Colin and somebody else. And then, yeah, I the think brother. we have it. Yeah. Justin. The one that was interviewed a lot. Yeah. Justin was interviewed. I don't think Colin was. No, he wasn't. So anyway, Caitlin, the daughter, is home. And it's Halloween and it's 6 p.m. And she's been on a trip and she's back from the trip at least for a day and her mom's just been kind of sick in her room so she goes to check on the mom at 6 p.m it's halloween you know who's going to answer the door do you have candy whatever her mom hasn't been opening the door or responding when she knocks on it so she knocks again and she's worried because kathleen um has diabetes and I know that fear of like okay is she passed out is she having some sort of an insulin issue is that why she's not answering the door or, or did something happen? Because all moms, even if they do lock the door, which they moms never lock the door, right? Um, you would respond and say, "Hun, I'm sick. Yeah. Fuck off," or something <laughs> like, "Hun, I'm sick. It's fine." You know, as you're dying or throwing up or have diarrhea or a stomach ache, you're always going to answer your kid because they're going to bother you no matter what. And her mom wasn't responding, and that wasn't like her at all. So, Caitlin was getting really nervous. She calls Justin, her brother. It says, mom is just not answering the door. What do I do? Like she said, she's take, uh, she was going to take a nap and she never locks the door. I'm pounding on the door. I, I don't know. Like she tries to go around the house and look in the window. The blinds are closed. She can't see in. Um, she's like, what do I do? So Justin says, all right, I'm coming over. Maybe just call 911. I would have just kicked down the door or tried to yeah. pick the lock. It's cheap inside house door yeah. lock just kick it down if you're that worried yeah i mean if it was my daughter i would have kicked it down you know she's lost the door and is not answering i'm kicking it down or like i i put the keys to my door locker literally on the door frame above (laughs) (laughs) anybody can get in Uh by getting the key and you can pick those with a bobby pin they're so cheap yeah rory can pick the locks um but anyway she calls the police 
and the ambulance and fire department come out and they actually pick the lock. So they take the lock off the door. Justin gets there too, but all the police have already arrived. Um, or no, Justin gets a second call as he's on his way to his parents' house from his sister, Caitlin, who is sobbing. And Justin said he could not even understand her. But what he got out of her was she was saying, mom is dead. And so Justin is like, probably totally in disbelief. Like, what are you talking about? You know, she was just, no, you know, and Justin arrives, all the first responders are there. Ambulance and tape and stuff, I think is starting to go up around the house he's totally all in shock all the trick-or-treaters are still of course the whole the neighborhood yeah. is out side everyone is staring and who, you you know do you think like is this like a trick or a halloween yeah. prank yeah How like horrifying. to have you know are they is that what what's going on and you have this horrible body coming out and like is this a how you know it's unbelievable is this a trick for halloween or what is going on that this is a crime scene when the police get in the room it's such they describe it as such a horrible sight that we'll get into that it was just like is this like a halloween joke or whatever but then the show goes back to describe the McGee's. So both McGee's, Kathleen and THOM Tom, met in college. They were going to go to two different universities, I guess Justin says, but they each were in the Christian Fellowship Ministry, and they don't really do church stuff that gets me angry. They are like kind church people who, you know, try to really spend their whole life helping other people. Because usually when we see that, we automatically think, oh, of course, it's Tom's wants to be a minister. So he's just raping and killing yeah. the shit out of people. Yeah. But that actually isn't the case. Like these two right. were extremely giving and they they took their fellowship ministry or whatever they took and expanded and did a lot of good work for people. Uh-huh. I guess the dad, Tom, was learning Greek and reading old manuscripts in Greek yeah. for college? Well, the Bible, because yeah. he first went to be a pastor. And so he wanted to read, act- like, you know, the early translations okay. or the earliest okay. written form. Sure. Yeah. Good. And I guess one of the children were born... While and he was in while, college. While he was there. Yeah. And then they um, moved back to California. Right. And they were in Chicago for a while. And then the other son came. Um, so Tom had to put his ministry dreams on hold because they lived in California. And I don't even know how they're affording California. Um, but Tom knew a shit ton of languages. So he became an international businessman. And I'm sure then started making quite a bit of money. But... He was out of the country a lot, traveling to other countries for most of the time, like months at a time. And so he was she gone. was there with the four children. She was there with the four children as a stay-at-home mom. By herself. By herself and never could get away. Ever. Couldn't even send him to school, Sarah. No, because they, after the Dawson son was born and Caitlin... She just decided to keep them all at home and homeschool them. When did she get away from her kids? When do you get away and go to Target? 
You can't even go to work and just complain about work and get away from your kids. <laughs> you can't. Because she's stuck at home. Bless her. Bless her. She had to have the patience. I mean, patience of, I don't know. She had to be a saint. I don't know how she did it. Yeah, I have some... I have some feelings. I know some people really successfully homeschool. I just have some feelings. As I looked back on this case, I was like, I'll tell, I'll talk yeah. about it at the end. Remind me because I'll fucking forget. Okay. So she's teaching them the four different, obviously they're in four different grades. I mean, unless she did some sort of a shed out back like Miss Beetle and they all. I was just going like, to say, Laura Ingalls she Wilder. was basically Miss Beetle. Yeah. And they had their chalk slates. And they had their slates and their readers yeah, out. Right. And they were all reading different story. It was the first actual differentiation. Probably. Yeah. Um, all the kids to learn to play an instrument. So they were very much like Mbop kids. Mm-hmm. The Hansons and oh my the God, Jonas brothers. Mm-hmm. And the Donny Osmonds and the Jacksons. Yes. Um, so they all played an instrument, if not Mm-bop. several instruments. So they move in the mid '90s to Antica, and they had they couldn't afford a home in the Bay Area because no one can. No, um, but they're living in this lovely suburb, and all their kids go to college and actually are very successful at college. So now, once the mom, all of her kids are finally gone for god's sake they're gone she decides she wants to give back and she starts doing a lot of volunteering work in her church she's doing tons of volunteering at like a abuse program for women and that have had partners yeah that have abused her she's giving tons of her time effort helping people and giving back to her community huge she must have tons of energy i don't know how she did all this i but she was a very good counselor and helped a lot of people break free of abuse from their home which is not easy and there's not enough people that do that and help for god's sake um but she helped children she helped women and she was known she knew a lot of the signs as well of abuse in the home which adds to kind of the issue here because sometimes in your own home, you do what's just easiest to get by. Of course. You know. Um, so it's October now. We're 2001. We're getting close to Halloween. Tom, they say, is gone per norm. So like he's constantly 2011, gone. 2011, yeah. yeah. 2011, Tom is gone because he's never been home once. No. He's in China. They said, or Japan. They don't even know yeah, where. Nice lady. Yeah. Like, oh, China or Japan. Yeah. Like, two different countries. Yes, they are two different countries. It's. Um, but he probably spoke all the languages <laughs> too, knowing did. him. Um, the house is not empty because now we learn that Caitlin is back as she is planning to get married. She's living at home and she's getting her dress and all this stuff. Um, but also we learned that the younger brother, the youngest of the brothers. So Caitlin's the baby. And then next up is Dawson is staying at home as well. But here's where we have Kate. We go back to where Caitlin calls 911. The first responders come. They break down the door. They take off the lock. They go in to the bedroom. And the 55-year-old Kathleen, she is on the floor dead. And she is covered in multiple stab wounds to her upper body. 
And the weird coroner guy that's always on Snap. Oh, yes. Um, kept saying it was like a constellation. Like, he tries to be very dramatic. Stars? Yeah. And it, it was, there was nothing pretty no. about it. It was fucking gross. No. Like little punctures. Yes. And I think he was just trying to be very dramatic. Yeah, I guess. He is he just. He also used air quotes all the time. inappropriately. Yeah. Uh, Detective Wayne Miller. Again, he's just headed out his door to trick or treat with his goddamn kids. And he looks like a real life Peter Griffin. Oh, he does. A hundred percent. He does a hundred percent. And he was probably dressed up as some sort of I dream of genie. I imagine him like wearing Major little Nelson. I think he was wearing a little dreamy oh. top. He was no, he was dressed like up as the oh. I dream of genie and the little green um, genie pants with his belly sticking out. I feel like that's well, what he was wearing. Next year, someone should. T- this year, someone should say, "Try Peter Griffin. You won't really oh, fucking have to do anything." No. So he has to go change out of his costume and come to this homicide. Um, he arrives at the scene, and they say again, "This is an upper class neighborhood. You shouldn't have murders." Well, we're sorry. Like, it. It doesn't mean that upper class people. You know, oh my gosh, it might be only the scum of the earth have murders and deaths. No, it, that's where all the murders happen is the upper class people because they're nuts. There's always been like, ha, like what do we love? The um, Hollywood murders yes. from the 50s and 20s. You know, what are those called? Vintage. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're all nuts. Of course they are. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, gosh. Anyway, they walk into the house, are so surprised by this incredibly violent death, as described by that coroner who is nuts. In fact, they see that she has been surprised because her car keys are right next to her. They think she was headed out, which she was, to go pick up her daughter and who was had attacked to a um, church camp. Church camp for hmm. adults? Well, for the weekend? I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> and maybe she had to go before her wedding or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, but she seemed to enjoy it. Who knows? Good for her. Yeah. Um I'm surprised you're being so positive I know. about this. But these Carry were kind on. people. Okay. Like they didn't I mean, except for the one. Yeah. You know, they did kind things. They weren't a total hypocrite about it. Um, she had blunt force trauma, which maybe as she's going with the car keys in her hand, she's surprised from the back, hit in the head, knocked down. She did try to fight, had the defense moves on her hand, but was stabbed 10, 11 times right in the, with a huge knife right yeah. in the chest. And you just, after a few, if it's cutting you know, around your heart or whatever, you just bleed out so fast that it's, and I'm sure she was just, you get hit on the head. You're like, what the hell? And confused by the time you even realize what's happening to you, it's too late. And of course, to reenact it, they took Carol from forensic. Oh my, yes. And they stuck a horrible blonde wig on her head. Absolutely terrible. Like It was a pubes. It was just a pubes. Yeah, but. Oh my, the clothing was terrible. And then they just beat her around and, just kicked her in the boobs. Yes. And then dumped ketchup on her shirt. Yes. And they were like, all right, Carol, just lay there. It we're was move terrible in and out blood work. And in and out and yeah. in and out. Don't move, Carol. Yeah. 
and that was and our we're gonna shot. kick you kind of in the tits yeah don't move don't move when your tits are kicked no nobody likes a moving tit kick and don't you dare dip your hot dog in that ketchup no. on your shirt carol it's not lunchtime jesus she's always eating yeah, um fucking hungry they think well this isn't a burglary gone wrong because clearly there were other people in the home there's no nothing sign of forced missing. entry yeah. she had a very neat and ordered house and nothing had been disturbed none of their valuables were taken and um they could not find the bloody knife in fact it was never found they believe it was a kitchen knife from their kitchen though possibly but they never did find it a big one of your big the big ass kitchen and the knife in your block which i just i can't even imagine someone coming at you with that i just can't even like it's such a horrible thought and then what she saw when we get to what she was I seeing know. i i just she probably was could never even get her mind around it until it was like too late right well let's hope just she fucking just, i hope yeah. so um so the poor daughter who's traumatized beyond Caitlin McGee goes to the police department just to be interviewed by the police to figure out what the hell is going on. She says she's just staying with her parents for a little bit because she's getting married soon, of course, which is a fucking nightmare right? that she like, has to deal with this time. Um, and her mom was helping her shop and helping her get a wedding dress and just planning everything with her. And it was such a nice time with her mom. Nobody. She was, um, like closing bank accounts and stuff right like to merge to with just, her yeah. husband and yeah. i would say don't close your bank account keep it and keep stash, your own account yeah and it's hide a lot of money botox later yes. caitlin you don't need it now but in 20 and years your you're, gonna, you're gonna be fucking glad you have yeah. it and your amazon packages yes um but Caitlin was gone because she was at that church weekend. She left on a Friday and her mom was going to pick her up on Sunday. That's why her mom had the car keys in her hand because Caitlin was supposed to get picked up at six o'clock on Sunday, which was October 30th. At the church. At the church. So Caitlin gets back from the tr- retreat. She's at the church. She's waiting and waiting and she calls home like mom like hello is someone gonna come get me no one's answering no one's answering no one's answering no one's answering she calls again again and again finally someone answers the phone and it's her brother dawson and he had been he's living with the parents he had graduated from college and then he had like started to um teach like choir for elementary or music for elementary very part time but it was not it didn't go well and he so he was just basically mooching off his he had always been living with his parents except when he went to college college and and i don't even know if he went lived at college if he was just living at home and went to class they said he did graduate but he did not have a job or he he did not have a job he lost it was very short and part-time so he's living there not doing much so dawson answers and he's like, yeah, I remember mom seeing something like you were getting picked up at the church. I'm going to come pick you up because I have some errands. Okay. And Caitlin's like, oh, well, all right. So Caitlin gets picked up by Dawson. Dawson runs his errands. What the hell did he have to do? Nothing. I don't know. Nothing at all. And, and we see pictures of these people and they all look very, very normal. They do which is horrifying. All of them look mm-hmm. very, very normal, put together, l- and lovely. 
Um, so then Dawson's like, how about we go to dinner? And Caitlin's like, oh, okay. Right. They go to a late dinner and get back very late at 11. 11. If, if I were Caitlin, I would say, Dick, I had been at a church yes. week. A ch- I'm exhausted from mingling with weirdos the entire and weekend. I, I want to go home and take a diarrhea and go to bed. Like slam a thousand shots of vodka. Of course. And then go to bed. And then have the diarrhea or before yes. the bed. Um, but anyway, she goes with her brother, does the errands, gets home super late. And Dawson says, oh, mom went to bed. She was sick. And Caitlin's like, oh, well, all right. And she, Caitlin said she didn't even think about it. She just she was exhausted. She just went home and went to bed. The next morning, her mom did not come out of the bedroom. She was still in the bedroom. So Caitlin thought, well, if she's sick, she's just sleeping in. Um, and Dawson said that too. a little weird. Right. He would kind of like maybe she did just check knock even and, if it was my own mom yeah. now i still wouldn't accept the locked door yeah. at this point well, and especially when her door was yeah. never locked yeah. before i would wonder like something's going on um but at 6 30 a.m dawson sends a text to caitlin and they're in the same home says i Talk to mom early this morning and she is not feeling well. She told me she is going to sleep the rest of the afternoon. And Caitlin was like, okay. And so Dawson took Caitlin out and about again, driving Caitlin they went to on City more Bank. errands. Which, by the way, I hate City oh, Bank. Well. Um, so they're doing errands. Caitlin goes to lunch with some friends. She gets home and cannot find Dawson anywhere. So she goes to check on her mom. That's when all of this started, where she's not finally knocking on the door. Her mom is not answering. She's noticing it's locked. She can't yep. see in the window. She's getting no response at the window. She calls Justin, and Justin's weirded out by all of it. And so that's where we are now, where Justin is over. The police are in the room. Caitlin now had tried to call Dawson because he has disappeared. Dawson is not answering his phone call at all for hours as she's trying to call him. Um, She's not able to get in touch with Dawson anywhere. Um, And they look at um, Kathleen's phone and they try to see that what her last call was. Her last call was to Colin, the oldest brother while she was doing dishes and cleaning up in the kitchen. And that was about 4 p.m. So remember, she was supposed to pick up Caitlin from the church around 6 p.m., which she never arrived for. She did get a call from a friend, I think it was, um, at 5 and never answered that phone call. So police are thinking... Obviously, she was killed on that Sunday, which actually wasn't quite Halloween. She was discovered on Halloween, but Sunday the night before, sometime after 4 p.m. But since with her keys in her hand, it probably was, well, her not answering the phone was kind of weird, so it probably was around 5. Yeah. Um, She was on her way. She was probably on her way or going to go run an errand herself and pick up her daughter. The only person that was in that house while this was going on, was Dawson. Dawson and Kathleen were alone together the entire weekend because mm-hmm. Colin was not there, Justin was not there, the dad is who knows where, and Caitlin was gone on her trip. 
So the last person to see her alive was Dawson. So they start looking at Dawson some more mm-hmm. because he's acting fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was born in 1985. He's the third born. And as his older brother, Justin, describes it, he was always kind of a dick. A bit of a handful. He always needed way more attention than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't. Justin said, which is a signed deodorant people know um he couldn't give a fuck if it was positive attention or negative attention he just wanted fucking attention and so that's when you kind of know like something ain't right because they're not even trying to they're doing stuff even if it's fucking weird and it's just getting screamed at they want that attention like instead of breaking the shit out of everything couldn't you just say let's go outside and play or something you know like he just made weird right. choices well they're right and that's not that abnormal we see it we see it all, all the, the time, time yes. at but it's someone who desperately factories. needs like an attention but here's my deal with it when you are at home and only compared to your three other siblings right right and you don't go to a school where there are other people your own age peers of your own grade age abilities whatever i feel like a teacher would have maybe caught this sooner and said like hmm of course look into this just because there are some you can compare as a mom if you only have your four kids in front of your face all the fucking time to compare like yeah he was needy you know and his brother's like yeah he fucking picked on us all the time but like when you don't have that comparison it's not that we should compare kids but i just think like maybe something could have been done if he was well and you have more resources too you know, there's the a lot more resources that I'm are I'm not provided. trying to blame the victim. No. Please don't write an angry letter to That me. we're scum. I'm not. I'm Hitler. just thinking like this behavior and what he did is things like that teachers are trained to look for. Not that I would know, but trained to look for and talk about, right? And gather resources for. <laughs> right. So it's hard when too you're on your own and you maybe don't have access to all that because you don't right, know you don't know right so she did take him in and he does get a diagnosis she of did. adhd yeah. they did not put him on any medication though um dawson though later found that music really helped him focus and also helped him emotionally and they saw that it was making actually seemed to be huge gains yeah. because he would stay with it and practice for hours and stay focused with it and it seemed to be something that got him to finish high school and then he went into college for music and graduated and did really well right so music was his saving grace in that way except he couldn't find a job in music i don't think he Right. Well, I I don't know if he knew what to do with it. No, the underlying issue was never dealt with. And again, I'm not saying you have to medicate anyone on ADHD. That's a family's personal preference. But like, I guess we don't know what they did to try to like help him. When you have ADHD, there's a lot of different symptoms. It doesn't just mean 
oh, I'm super crazy and right. hyperactive. Or I feel like there was yeah. something else. Yeah, and this obviously it, it, like it wasn't a, the ADHD, like a, a behavioral. And everybody or has mental, ADHD. Yeah. I feel. And he seemed to like really respond to his music. Yeah. There was clearly now we're noticing something yeah. later on that started yeah. happening. Um, that was fucked. So Kathleen starts getting more worried because as he graduates college, he gets lost. He just doesn't know what to do. He cannot get a job. He can't find a job and keep it and because he can't find a job in music and music seems to be like what tamed the beast kind of in and him. he doesn't also has no connections no right with anyone except his, his mom family, his really mom. so he's struggling really badly while the other ones are pretty successful and she just doesn't know what to do to help him she actually started taking him to various psychiatrists right I don't know if they helped him at right, all because but she it seemed like, like there was a lot. Yeah. At this point, right? She was yes. really making sure that he was taken care of, even while everyone else in her family was like, "This guy's a fucking dick." Don't. But they also were. They said a few things that she did at first that she. I I kind of see a reason why she did it. So it said, despite his therapy, his mental health was deteriorating quite quickly yeah um nothing seems to be working he was getting more withdrawn and he was smoking a whole lot of the hashish non-stop um and obviously trying to self-medicate like and it made his visions yes he started getting like there's a schizophrenia that it's the religious based that seems to be a very um Almost, I don't want to say common, but listening to Killer Psyche, like a religious-focused really? schizophrenia. And this is someone who was definitely raised with a strong church yes. at the center of everything. The, uh, there's a type of schizophrenia that grabs onto that. And he was seeing constant visions of angels and demons nonstop. He had dreams and visions that to him were extremely real of these demons talking to him. So that seems like it's like, oh dear, that just seems just like a schizophrenia. And I don't know if he was ever diagnosed with it or treated for that. But I mean, just according to uh, Candace DeLong from Killer Psyche, who talks about it all the time, it's kind of something she just Mm -hmm. um, had mentioned. Tripper, please. Um, Not... Um, trying to even well what he did as well that did not help the situation is he became fascinated with Halloween and horror slasher movies and the, they said the gorier the like better all of them and I and I get that and you can't you know you can't blame the movies just like you couldn't blame you know anthrax and rat for the you know satanic panic in the <laughs> 80s or Ozzy Osbourne but he no. became like seriously obsessed with these slasher movies and horror movies to where he was a collector you know like nerdy collectors he was collecting props costumes from movies masks from all the movies in his bedroom the cops found all sorts of Halloween and slasher movie masks all over Jason everywhere. masks everywhere from Friday the 13th 
coveralls like Michael Myers wore, bloody everything. He would wear his Michael Myers coveralls yeah. that Michael Myers wears and all his Michael Myers masks and the Freddy masks and the the Jason hockey masks at home. And he would wear them and then he would wear them out in public and then he would go to movies dressed up as this. Yes. That's when you say, come on, just wear a shirt and a t-shirt. <laughs> We're not wearing that. I am not driving the car with no. you dressed up like fucking I Michael Myers to go see sister nun, nun yeah. sister nun with Whoopi sister. Goldberg. Oh, sister act. Sister act two. You're not dressing up as Michael Myers. Come no. on. This is not normal. No. You cannot have... Your grown ass son without a job that's always smoking the hashish that is hearing voices and seeing visions of demons and angels telling him to do terrible things. His whole bedroom is filled with knives and masks like Michael Myers. And he's dressed like Michael Myers. I would shit my pants all the time going to the bathroom (laughs) at night and seeing this dick walking around like that. What are you doing? Tell him, get the hell out. Get an apartment and go fuck yourself and get a job. (laughs) But of course she's a mom and she loves him and she just gives him chance after chance. And even her husband was like, Jesus Christ, kick him out. But and then if the I brother, were her, I mean, she just wanted to make life easier. She's like, I don't want to rock the boat. He's struggling. I just want to help him. And she would pick up after him. He would like be a pig and she would clean up after after him. And he would like leave messes and still trying to get attention. And, and I mean, and then he said he was obsessed with religion and would pretend he was Jesus and say he was seeing Jesus. And then he was like manifesting all sorts of demons talking to him. I mean, like this is serious. He had journals where he was just like writing down these obsessive, weird voices. I mean, this is serious mental illness. No, but also, guess what? If my husband would have said, uh, you're catering too much to Dawson and you're like, whatever, babying him. I would say, fuck you, Tom, with an H. Come back home from Japan or China and help me out once in a while. Well, of course. She was doing it all herself. That's why I said she just did what she could do to make it easier. She's trying to take care of all her kids and do her thing. And her kid's a little weird, she thought, but she's taking him to the doctor and, you know, and she's just trying to hope he'll kind of grow out of it while Justin was calling him a pathetic, pitiful, he said, unstable, unhealthy fucker. Yeah, pretty much. I get it. You know, it's they were hard. all mad it's at him, kid. but she, yeah, I know she just, and like, okay, if you're going to tell him to pick up his plates, but he's going to throw a huge fit and create a huge scene. she's just like, I'm just going to pick it up and put it away. Who cares? You know? And, but I could, you could, she did his laundry. She, he didn't cook or buy any food. You know, she did all that for him. And I'm sure his siblings were like, Jesus Christ, you know, I buy my own food. I have to do my own laundry. Why does he have to, you know, you can see them saying that. Yeah. But I mean, and they said he was not even pulling his weight at all. He was being a complete sludge yeah and dressing up as jason and michael myers and freddie and walking around the house and going outside like that that is the part that would have caused me to pause right and say do you think you're wearing those coveralls to church sir no well come on now kathleen did start as caitlin was getting married Kathleen realized like she's was kind of enabling and thought, all right, maybe I'll change t- 
tactics a little bit mm-hmm. um, and start just kind of doing some tough love. She was really busy with her volunteer work as well. And she mm-hmm. did not have as much time for him. And Dawson started rebelling against that. And he started getting worse and his behavior started getting worse because he was resenting now his mother as seeing her not giving herself fully to all of his needs and not catering right. to every need and not buying his favorite fruit snacks right. or whatever. And <laughs> her attention was going to other stuff and he was starting to get really, really pissed. She probably was cutting off his money amount as well. Yeah. Um, and trying to say, you know, honey, I got to give money to Katie's getting married and we're going to do this. And um, her new priorities were pissing Dawson off. And I guess it was said that maybe he felt she was abandoning him and not being on his side anymore. And his mom was always the one that was kind of on his side. And I think he was seeing like she turned against him. And with his like downfall downfall no what am i trying his to say fucked his fucked spiral oh. yeah his spiral into you know deeper and deeper into mental illness yes and all these fucked up visions that he was right having. and if that is like, a mental illness he yeah. probably is just you can't go and have a normal job when you're no. just hearing demons screaming at you all day and no one's gonna hire you if no. you wear your coveralls well, you and can't a dress like jason and michael myers you and work at subway no you sure can't you know so i mean he just he needed a lot more help than he was getting but you don't know no. if he's not sharing all of that you don't know um, they really never thought he would physically hurt somebody. They just thought he's just a goof, you know, he's just kind of a goof and he's just a kid. Well, yeah, they a were big just kid. Like, he's a loser. Yeah. And, and he's, he's just a pothead. My mom. And mom, he just wants her to do his laundry and right. cook for him and he's going to do it as long as he can. And, and if then she's he, yeah. doing it for him, then why right. would he stop? He has no reason yeah. to want to go out there right now. They yeah. just never thought he was violent right. ever. Um, but on this Halloween night, Dawson is missing. And at the same time, it's Halloween. So there are children everywhere out there. And police are thinking, okay, Dawson seems to be the one who probably did it. And he's probably dressed up like Michael Myers. And he probably has a huge butcher knife in his hand. And he is out there with children exactly like the Halloween movie. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Michael Myers kills his sister on Halloween and then goes out and he starts the whole thing. He also was out with half the city who were also wearing costumes. Yes. Like, how do you know? It's this, this kook point, and not another there's kook. There's probably 19 people at, at one house right. wearing a hockey mask and, right? Jason yeah. stuff. They tried to find his car um, and search for where his car out. So they did, like, a be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. And finally, after midnight, they find his car. <laughs> I know, Tripper is just... And the person or the cop that found it follows him for a bit and he's waiting for extra units to come because I'm sure you're like, holy shit, this yeah, guy like, no is nuts. Thanks. Um, they pull him over and they arrest him. Um, he didn't say anything. He just got handcuffed and went right in the back of the patrol car and they take him to... And they have actual footage yes. of it. And he 
is like wearing Beetlejuice pants. He's dressed very oddly for him, even. Looked like he had like mm-hmm. a weird Danny Elfman wig. He had kind of like red a hair wig. puffy bowl cut. Yeah, but then that was actually his real yes. hair. It was like he had a very voluminous bowl cut. And then was wearing black striped black he, yes. and white he looked striped like a, pants. He looked like a Beetlejuice on a beach vacation. Like Jack, yes, like Jack Skellington. In Jamaica or something on the beach. <laughs> With Weird. Danny Elfman hair. So then he goes to the police and there's real video of this and he is acting the fool oh my god he is like talking like and his hands are all flailing about he's staring at the ceiling and rocking back and forth and he's acting like like dustin hoffman and rayman no they said his arm kept flailing out and like yes. he was kind of having fake seizures with and his this hands. is all fucking pretend it is all ends so up being fucking pretend. pretend and insulting he's trying to be crazy yeah they were he's like, acting the straight up fool does he have parkinson's does he like that's what they were saying and he and was talking like, no. all slow and weird even his siblings were like this is not how what he fucking talks like or acts like so he's trying to already do the insanity defense by acting like a yeah. fucking nutbag well guess what he knew enough he was sane oh. enough to ask for a lawyer when they yep. finally said did you kill your mom and he goes i think i did a lawyer and he's fake stuttering and moving his arms all around like he's getting zapped with electricity in the dick i mean just an absolute fool so weird and be better than take acting classes if you're gonna act like a crazy nutbag when you already are nutty enough yeah i mean you're insane enough that you're doing that you did what you did and then you're acting like this you are nuts but you know what you did was wrong so the police are just like, whatever, fuck, fuck off. They get him a lawyer and they arrest him, though. Like, you murdered your mom. He is wearing clothes that have his mother's blood splattered yeah. all over it. Yeah. So they're like, you're wearing, you obviously were there when your mom was killed because you have blood splatter all over your clothes. Um, and that's their proof. And the fact that he was the only one home, although they never did find the knife, um, but they just know that it was fucking him. So his lawyer enters a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. And I guess in California, you do two trials, one to see if you're guilty and then one to see if you're nuts. I, I don't guess. know what that meant. But um, they do the first trial just to see if he was guilty. And right away, like the prosecutors are like, he knew what he did was wrong because he lied to Caitlin and he said she was sleeping. She's sleeping out. He made up all these excuses, this text that he was talking to her. He kept Caitlin out of the house as long as possible. He locked the door. He was lying. If he really was nuts, he would have said a demon told me to kill mom. And I did. So I did what the demon said, you know, like when you're insane, you think what you did is correct because that's what you believe. And he knew, he made up all these excuses. He knew what he did was wrong. And what they think they did is he dressed up as like Michael Myers or Jason and killed his mom dressed like that. So she gets hit on the head and then turns around and she sees her son in this idiot outfit with a knife start stabbing at her. Can you imagine like what in the hell she must have thought? Which one? And how terrified she must have been. 
which one is Jason and which one is Michael? Well, and they Myers. Either this dick got it wrong or the th- the show got it wrong, but they said he dressed up as Jason to go see Halloween, and that was not correct because Michael Myers, Myers is Halloween, is Halloween, and Jason is the hockey mask in Friday the Thirteenth. So either mask. he didn't even know Michael Myers. Does he wear a mask? Michael Myers has the William Shatner mask? You know that's it's actually William Shatner. It is. Yes. What the fuck? I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, the Michael Myers mask. They bought a William Shatner mask and spray painted it white. No, and that's I have for to the Halloween movie because that was all they could get. And so that, and they cut the eye holes a little bit bigger. So that is Michael Myers, and he wears like the garage attendant jumpsuit. Jason, oh, now I yeah, remember. Jason wears the hockey mask. It's, it's, what's wrong with Michael Myers? Well, he killed his sister on Halloween when he was ten. Went to the like a sanitarium um, with the wicker chair, and oh, he escaped lucky. when he was like eighteen to go find his younger sister. And that was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, to kill her why on Halloween. Why didn't he like his sisters? I don't know. Oh. I think he wanted all the attention, maybe. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. So I have it straight in my head I don't now. know if that's what he was trying to do, be Michael Myers and kill a family member and then kill another family member. Who knows? Was he trying to do that? We don't know. Or were they thinking he was pissed at his mom and he could use the yeah. excuse of me being nuts... And dressing up like a fool and using that for insanity and then kill my mom if she's going to take everything away and give it to my sister and I'll show her. And so we had it all planned. And that's what the prosecutors think. Like he planned it all. He wore the costume to try to be nuts. He talked Mm -hmm. to the police. So they tried to say that he was crazy and he had all this planned um, to use as an excuse. Well, anyway, they find him guilty And then they actually have two psychiatrists for the defense and two psychiatrists for the prosecutor. The defense psychiatrists say he's nuts or insane. The prosecuting psychiatrists say he is perfectly sane. Mm -hmm. So they had a totally in the middle psychiatrist, like one that was not working for either side that they both agreed on, interviewed him. And found that he was almost textbook, like reading symptoms. And he said, if you are insane, you're not telling me your symptoms in this way or whatever. He said he was perfectly sane and that he was making all of this up and that he knew what he was doing. And so they found him to be guilty and not insane. And so he got, what, 17 years to life, um, something like that. 15 years to life. Yeah. Um, because it was second degree murder, they could not agree. Years to yeah, life they got, could not yeah. agree on first degree murder. But the one psychiatrist thought he planned it all, and he was totally sane. Um, but his siblings are just like, what the, you know, what the hell? They're just crushed. Obviously, who knows what Tom thinks? Because Tom is no. Not been Tom around. hates him. Tom yeah. said all he did was take and fake and take and yeah, take. His whole family and thinks he sucks. Well, he yeah. did. I he mean, did. he did. Yeah. But then maybe help the woman out. Ugh. Help her out, Tom. Be around. Yeah, she struggled to figure out what to do with him. 
And I mean, she and tried she her was best. Crying. She tried to help everybody, and she knew, like, she knew signs of, you know, when things are getting rough and abuse in the home, and she was trying to, you know, not take his abuse and try to, to get him help. But sometimes you just you can't help somebody because they're broken. Yeah, and codependency. And is she real. paid a horrible yeah. price, and yeah. so did her child, other children. Yes. Sad oh, story. it is sad. Just my God. But if if Jamie started dressing in a costume and going outside in costume, I would just no. be like, no, we're done. No, it's, this is done. We don't do that now. No. We don't do that ever. We're driving to the house. If it is not now. Halloween, yeah. yeah, you get into the car and we go to it. We're going to yeah. go to a place where they're going to cross your arms and put yeah. you in a white coat. <laughs> your arms are going to be pulled to the yeah. back. Yeah. And you're going to be in a room, a special yeah. room. Yeah. No. No, you don't go see Sister Act 2 in your Jason mask. No, you do not. Come on. Absolutely not. Well, all right. We have our book club tomorrow, too. Oh, my God. I wrote down so many questions I want to talk about. I'm glad you did. I'm nerding out about it. I'm glad, again, you liked it. I was nervous. Oh, my God. I loved it. Good. Even the ending that was quite gory. I didn't think it was good. I no. the whole time I was just like, "Yes, bitches!" I know. I, I loved it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So, well, thank you. It, yep. Find us on Zoom tomorrow. It'll be somewhere on our Facebook page, seven thirty Central Standard yeah. Time. We'll be there with our wine. Bye. Bye. Uh... Yeah.